Hello and welcome to the Rising Feminine Collective podcast. I'm your host, Nina Petruzzo, and I'm so honored that you're here. This is a sacred space to inspire, elevate, and amplify your life, your business, your relationships, and your gifts. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rising Feminine Collective Podcast. I am your host, Nina, and I am so excited today to have one of my dear friends and a woman who incredibly inspires me, Tristan Thibodeau. She is a branding strategist and mentor for spiritual entrepreneurs. And truly, Tristan is your go-to woman if you are looking to be emboldened in your leadership, confident in your voice, and super magnetic in your messaging and branding. So Tristan, I am thrilled to have you. Whenever we jam, it's always so fun. Tristan is also a manifester. So there's just like a divine spark that happens in our conversations, which is magic. And yeah, just so happy to have you here, girl. Oh, big Manny energy in the room. I think the last time when you were on my podcast, we were both just like sobbing and crying and like laughing and how like it was just the most emotional, explosive episode And it did like, that's one of my best listened to episodes. So I know that this one's going to be better, you know, than what we recorded. So I'm excited. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so, so grateful for you and just your sisterhood, your friendship, your endless support. And yeah, we go in, we go deep. And I was telling Tristan before we hopped on, I was so excited to have her on because I know many of you in my community are actually connected to Tristan. And if you're not, you should be. And Tristan is just magic at branding and speaking about authenticity and being fully you and being unapologetic in your message and your mission and your why and who you are and being unafraid to stand in your truth, which is so important in running a business and being an entrepreneur and feeling really anchored and grounded in that vision, in that truth that beats in your heart. So Tristan, I would just love to hear too, because I know your background has led you down many pathways, but I'd love for you to just speak to on your story, how you've really you know, gone through what you've gone through, done different things in your business that have landed you into who you are and where you are today and what you share with other women, especially in the realm of branding strategy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So my story of coming to this point is a story of trust, of learning to trust myself, of going through tremendous amounts of pivots, and challenges and uncertainties and fears and just really trusting that soul pull more than anything else. When we go into business, there is absolutely no direction. There is no guarantee that what you start with is what is going to make your business profitable, make you successful, or even bring you the fulfillment and the freedom that you seek when you start a business in the first place. And so my journey to entrepreneurship was actually in direct rebellion to never wanting to be employed and never wanting to be locked into a certain way of treating customers or running business and just being in like direct opposition to the way that a lot of things are done organizationally. And how that just has always felt so out of integrity with me. Um, A lot of hierarchy, a lot of dismissal of creativity, a lot of 
brilliant ideas swept under the rug because of your position. And that just, the manifestor in me was like, no, we're good. We're good out. We are starting your own business. We are doing your own thing because I am done being under somebody else's thumb. So that in and of itself was a big leap of trust. But then starting my first business as a nutritionist and a private chef, which a lot of people don't necessarily know because I'm not doing that work anymore. But when I was starting out as nutritionist and a private chef, I had a bachelor's degree and a master's degree. And that's pretty much it. I wasn't trained as a professional chef. I wasn't trained as a cook. And here I am like consulting with very powerful people going into the homes of millionaires, having no training and just trusting that I knew what I was doing because I had grown up in the kitchen with my family my entire life. And so it's kind of like that evolution of feeling inside of you that you got yourself and that you are capable and that what you don't yet know, you'll figure it out. And so trusting that I have all of the raw potential that I need to take that leap and let the details fill themselves in. And so that little piece that I just shared right there is what took me into empowerment coaching. It's what took me into being a business mentor. It's what took me then into coaching women on feminine energy and sexual, sensual liberation. And it's then what took me into taking a six month break at the end of 2020 and completely going off the grid and completely unplugging and abandoning, you know, setting everything on the back burner to really tune back in and listen. And again, trust that I had all the raw potential I needed for whatever this next chapter was. I just needed to have the clarity and the direction come through. So that whole journey is just on the crux of trust that I think a lot of us as entrepreneurs can relate to. A hundred, <laughs> 110%. And I want to go a little bit deeper into trust because exactly what you spoke, I believe is so true to be an entrepreneur, to be a human walking this earth, you need to cultivate trust in yourself because if we don't trust ourselves, we are, we're always going to shrink back. We'll stay under the hierarchy that we're in. We'll keep following all the rules that are placed mm -hmm. upon us, placed upon us. And for me to, to develop trust in myself, I've had to develop a lot of safety in my body to begin trusting myself. And I've realized how monumental that is to really lay at the foundation of my own business in taking then courageous leaps in these bold leaps into my dreams, into what I always knew was true for myself. But if I didn't trust myself, it would have never done it. So I would love to hear from you, Tristan, too, just like what have been things, moments, experiences, whatever it's been that has really helped you to develop that unwavered trust in who you are and what you stand for and knowing that you don't know all the answers. None of us are ever going to know all the answers. We'll never be ready, but that's the moment in which we have to choose courage that we move from predictability into our possibilities. Mm, oh my God. Okay. So I think where we have to start is it's, it really goes back to a commitment to self and cleaning up, cleaning up any messes that exist in your life. So your business is a reflection of your entire existence. And if your business is a mess, it's probably because your life is a mess. Like we can't compartmentalize, especially, especially as spiritual women. It just, everything touches everything. And so for me, developing trust really began with hitting absolute 
rock bottom in every single facet of my life in my romantic relationship, which I'm very open about sharing my relationship with my fiance, Kyle, like who we have become over the course of our relationship is a stark black and white contrast to where we started. And so really meeting all of that shadow in our relationship, cleaning that up, meeting all of the shadow, you know, I, I don't want to say all of it because you are continually feeling into new layers of ancestral trauma and wounds and shadow. But looking at that, really honestly looking at that, looking at my own traumas from this lifetime that I've experienced. And for me, that was sexual trauma. That was familial trauma. That was dealing with an eating disorder. That was dealing with mental health. That was, you know, trigger warning, being suicidal. That was all of these really deep, heavy shadow aspects that I no longer wanted to carry. They just got heavy. They got heavy. I no longer wanted to carry them. And so I started working with counselors and life coaches and shamans and energy workers and acupuncturists and, you know, the whole gamut, the whole arsenal of holistic healing and, and spiritual work and personal development. Um, and that developed within me trust from being able to sit with incredibly uncomfortable emotions, incredibly uncomfortable experiences, um, all of the things that I had shoved down for most of my life. And once you're able to do that, you really develop the ability to experience pretty much anything in life and be okay. It's going to hurt. It's going to suck. You're going to be in pain. That's guaranteed. But you're fine. Like you're good. You can hold yourself. You can stay grounded. You know how to take care of yourself. So for me, it was really looking at all the shadow in my life and then just continuing to strengthen that trust by showing up for myself again and again and again and again and again, no matter how scared I was or how much pain I was in. And that's an ongoing practice. Like that never ends for me. I'm still getting better at that every day. Yeah. But that's really what helped me cultivate the trust that has become more prominent and profound with each year of business and with each year of life. Totally. You know, I, I love that you spoke so much about the shadow work because I do, I say this all the time, running your business is like getting a PhD in your shadow. <laughs> and for me to developing trust in self has come from meeting myself in those moments that have been super dark, where I've had to look at my own underbelly and really develop compassion and love and acceptance and forgiveness towards myself when I was meeting some of my most challenging times in life and being supported in different traumas that I've been through. And it's, it's always so fascinating to me because I connect with so many women so often and I have just soul sisters that I'm sure many of you listening and I know Tristan, you can relate to this. Some women you just meet and you like, just know there's a click, there's an energy, there's an exchange that's so powerful. And I always believe too, it's like, I don't even have to know the whole woman's story. Her presence alone reveals her redemption. Like it makes me cry because I can tell the women that have walked through their fire and have chosen to rise from their ashes. And they don't even need to tell me all the details of what they've gone through. You can see it in that woman's eyes. You can see it in the way she expresses herself. You can see it in her body language. And 
Tristan, you're one of those, those women. Cause I don't even know the depths of all the details of all your stories, but in the way that you carry yourself, I know you're a woman who's met yourself in those dark nights of the soul and have pulled yourself through. And I feel that such a strong essence of how you uphold your leadership today and how you stand as, as a leader. And I think we're moving into a paradigm where there's no bullshit anymore. Like I hope mm-hmm. we're all lifting the veil and remembering that your, your life and your business is not separate. Your body and your business is not separate. And I love what you said. It, it starts with really the recognition of, I got to clean up my own messes because your life is a part of your business and energetically very connected to how your business is going to run and how you are going to be in the expression of your leadership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not just clean up your messes so that you're free from your past, but also clean up messes so that you can change the, both the energetic frequency, but then also the expression of who you are so that you're not recreating moving forward. You're not recreating old patterns and you're not recreating old wounds as you move forward, because anything that is a residual wound, you'll continue to recreate in your business. And, you know, I know this firsthand, what ends up happening from that is that you come to resent your business, you come to feel unsafe in it, you come to feel like it's a burden, rather than a portal, or an access point for you to be of service to be self expressed to create community, all of the incredible things that we go into business for have unlimited freedom to be able to work remotely to be able to make as much money as you want travel the world you know all all of it we will recreate that which we don't heal first yeah absolutely and i i i love that you brought up relationship as well because i think i'm going through this right now with a lot of my clients i'm also in a newer relationship which like can we just take a moment (laughs) it's the man I know I'm going to marry it's it's just like in yeah he's amazing but but it's I she can't just drop that on me I like got immediate tears in my eyes when you said that holy shit I'm like whoa speaking to a live here okay (laughs) well you're now in the know. No, we've, we've already had a conversation about it, but it's, it's so fascinating to like when you get to a certain point in your life and you've had so many relationships, I've had very significant relationships and all of them have been major parts of my growth and evolution. And for me, relationship has always been the catalyst for me to be initiated into deeper levels of, of my, my growth and my evolution. Mm -hmm. And I used to feel really guilty about or I carried shame around having these kind of like significant relationships that would, I would, you know, end a relationship and then get into one somewhat quickly. But my therapist and I really sat down one day and she's like, relationship is how you learn because that's when the mirror goes up to your traumas. And to oh your my God. And you can only do so much sitting in your little meditation room on your cushion, meditating mm-hmm. your path through shit. It's like, until you're in that correlation connection with someone it's like we we I personally did not get to evolve from my patterns until that mirror was was brought to me head on but it is interesting being in a relationship in this 
aspect now of my business that I feel grounded in my business. It feels like now my relationship can really thrive, but I know you've been with your partner for a long time and have, I'm sure, gone through the ups and downs and the turbulence of just your business journey. And Mm -hmm. a lot of women in my life that I work with and walk beside, some have significant partnerships, some don't, some are going through breakups right now, all while running their business. And I just think it's really, it's a topic that I don't hear a lot of people talk about is really as we're up leveling as women, like what it takes to also be in divine union with someone else and what Mm. it means to be a woman that has a big dream that she's following and to continue to be in intimacy and connection with their partner. Cause what I witnessed a lot too, and I, I think this is a fear that I have actually around success is well, if I get too successful, I might lose my beloved. I might lose this relationship because mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of women get to heightened portals and then the relationship dismantles. And, mm-hmm. and I, I know that's personal things that everything, everyone goes through, but I know you're someone who's had long-term partnership while growing their business. And I would just love to hear any insights that you have on that. <laughs> oh my gosh. You just said so much good shit. I could talk about this for days, years, literally. So I've been in relationship with my fiance, Kyle, for eight going on. This Labor Day will be nine years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa. <Yes. laughs> and, that's, and that was through the majority of your 20s, Tristan. I mean, I was, we were kids when we met and we broke up for a stint and then we got back together. I started my business and we were together. I failed in business and we were together. I started and ended my first business, started my second business. You know, we have gone through it all. And when you say that your relationship is a mirror, Kyle is the most annoying crystal clear mirror (laughs) totally that I have ever had held at my face and it is the most triggering yet expansive experience I've ever had I have learned more through my relationship than I have with any of my degrees any of my schooling any of the personal development work because you're in the arena you are in the arena 24-7. You can choose to leave the arena and leave the relationship, but if you make a commitment to each other that no matter what, we are staying in the arena together, you know, granted, setting aside any form of abuse, like that's a totally different situation. But when you make that type of commitment to each other, and I will say that like being apart for about a year and a half and then making the decision to come back together. We re-entered that relationship with the commitment to communicating and working through things in ways that we didn't have the skills to when we first started dating and we're in a relationship. And we're like, we're going to do whatever it takes to create a phenomenal, phenomenal partnership. And being in business is, talk about trust. Like I've had to have moments where he has supported me fully because my business was developing or it was growing or maybe it was struggling or maybe I had cash flow issues or whatever was happening. And the amount of shame and guilt that comes up when you are being fully supported by somebody is, it's unreal. It is the most 
oh, heavy, swampy feeling in the world because you feel like you're not doing enough and that you're failing and that nothing's working right. But when you, I think the biggest thing that I've learned from him is that when he says, I'm happy to do this for you, he fucking means it. And that's an invitation for me to surrender and release control and be supported fully. And for me, being a you know type A, <laughs> very driven, very ambitious, very fiery, very do it myself, you know, like overcoming that fiercely independent need to do it all myself and practicing surrender and practicing being supported, that has been a ceremony in and of itself <laughs> oh. to learn to be supported. And the level of communication that has to take place for a man to witness you as an entrepreneur is also a ceremony in and of itself. And it has taken, I said, we've been together nine years. It has taken nine years and we still are practicing and learning and developing our communication. But you get to that point of great communication and of trust and surrender and support through the commitment that thicker thin, no matter how hard that this gets, we are going to show up fully for each other. Mm. And like, we've screamed, we've slammed doors, we've been in fights, we've spent time apart. And that commitment is what always brings us back together. And so that's like, in blood. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's stronger. We haven't, we haven't gotten married yet. We've been together nine years because that commitment is stronger than marriage to me. Totally. Yes. Oh my gosh. I have like chills as you're speaking all of that because, because I love what you spoke about that divine surrender and really letting go of the reins of control and allowing yourself to be supported by a significant mm. other. I mean, I I've been in conversation with other women who share that story through different seasons and chapters of their life. And I know just through their expression of what they've shared with me, the, the shame and the guilt and the not enough and the unworthiness and the insecurity that's come up with that. I think it's again, mm -hmm. a huge thing that isn't talked about often. And especially when we are fierce, ambitious, driven women, like I'm even thinking in myself and I'm, I've been entering an interesting season as well in my business. I'm shifting a lot. I'm changing structures. You know, I'm still, completely financially stable, but things are shifting in the back end right now of my business. And it's the first time that I'm feeling like, wow, at some point this year, I, I might need to allow myself to be a little bit more supported than I have mm -hmm. been as I'm changing and shifting a lot of these different things in my, in my business. And, and I want you to speak to as well, taking a break and mm -hmm. allowing yourself to be unplugged because I've done that in blips of time over this past year, I think rest in sacred surrender is highly important when you own a business. But I think so many of us do not let ourselves do that literally at all. And it doesn't have to be months and months, but sometimes it does need to be a significant amount of time to clear the channel and ask for the divine guidance of where you're being led and really surrender the control and the force that you've maybe been putting on your business and your direction and to really clean the slate so that you can mm -hmm. rise be rebirthed in a totally new way because I know it's scary for me. I've, I've been hearing in my own, you know, prayer and meditation with God. Like I I've been hearing loud and clear to slow down and to 
pull back the reins a bit. And I've been doing it in little moments, but it feels like a longer period of time. And I'm, I'm personally terrified to do that. Like I'll be completely straight up and honest. And maybe some of you all listening are feeling this call to do this too. And you're also terrified because you're worried about money and sustainability and going off the grid for a moment. And will you be able to come back? Are you going to lose your community? Are you going to lose your clients? Are you going to lose your brand? So Tristan, like (laughs) take it away sister on that because you did, you took a really divine sabbatical. I remember when you did that last year, right Mm -hmm. after we kind of ended a a mastermind that we were both in. I I remember Mm -hmm. when you did that and now seeing you come back has been so powerful because you are so clear and so potent in your energy. So I would just love to hear your experience in doing that and honoring that for yourself. Mm. Well, I can't say that that break was fueled by this overwhelming sense of trust and surrender. It was forced surrender that then led to deeper trust in my body and in, you know, my guidance from the divine. So I can't, you know, stand on a soapbox and be like, oh, it was just this inner. No, I was forced to surrender because my body was in total burnout. I was experiencing trauma responses from the work that I was doing because I had unmet trauma within myself. I was supporting women around sexual and sensual liberation. And with that comes a shitload of shadow work that brought up a lot of my old wounds that still had some residual energy to them. And so every time I would meet with a client, I was having trauma responses and I was melting down and I made a commitment, you know, like I just made this decision that I couldn't keep running my business that way anymore. It wasn't healthy for me. It wasn't healthy for my relationship. I didn't have, you know, didn't have a life outside of my business. Everything revolved and it was strung upon the work that I was doing. And it just, it was the most unhealthy situation I had been in yet as an entrepreneur. Um, And so by no means was it this like graceful surrender. It was my body being like, listen to me. You take one more fucking step. I'm going to push the red button. Like I am going to push, I will push it. I will pull every alarm. I will shut this system down. Like we need a break. Um, And so I actually, that was when we had a trip to Hawaii planned, which was perfect. I'm like, all right, the second I get on that plane, that, that is the start to my break. And that was in October. I think I said incorrectly earlier, I took a six month break. That was an error. It was a three month break. We got on the plane, went to Hawaii. I sat on the beach every single morning with my coffee. I cried. I danced. I just did everything I could to let go of what I had created and just started making space for whatever wanted to come in next. And I'm like, you know what? We're going to open every single door of possibility. I don't care if you've never done something before. We are going to look at it. We are going to hold it. We are going to examine it. We are going to feel into your excitement for this, the alignment for this. And so I literally wrote down every single area of knowledge that I possessed. I wrote down every single thing that I was passionate about. I wrote down every single talent and skill that I had. I wrote down every single thing that people recognized in me and reflected back to me. And I just sat with that. And I said, okay, this is both the tangible, but also energetic 
pieces of value that I have and want to offer to people? How can I put these into different combinations? What feels most aligned? What feels most exciting? What, what am I activated by? And I just sat with that seriously for three months and played with it and looked at it and gave myself, gave myself time to play and rest. I took a shitload of naps. <laughs> I was also in total breakdown. I felt so tremendously guilty during that time too. You know, like I said, it wasn't a peaceful surrender. It was forced surrender. So learning to really be in rest was a practice of not making myself wrong and not making myself feel guilty for, again, being supported fully and for letting go of my online community, of all of my systems and structures that I had built, just letting it be and being okay with that. And so in that process, I learned the depth of that shadow around, you know, being supported and taking care of myself. I I met that in that it's, it's a non-negotiable now for me to rest and take care of myself. And that's a commitment I made at the beginning of 2020. And I've upheld that. And I've seen tremendous, tremendous changes in my mental health and in my physical health. It's the craziest thing. I used to have the worst PMS and the worst cramps and breast tenderness. That has pretty much lifted Mm. since I've implemented these changes. So it's like learning things like that. learning how to release guilt around rest, learning how to release guilt around being supported and giving myself as much space as I needed to start to feel that natural engine pick up again, instead of forcing the momentum, letting it build naturally. And that's kind of the energy that I started 2021 with. And honestly, it has only grown and increased exponentially. The more I dive into the work I'm now doing around brand mentorship and strategy. And that's how I know I'm on the right track. That's how I know without a shadow of a doubt that I am in alignment with my gifts, with my talents, with my purpose, with my potential, because it is building on itself. It's growing exponentially and it doesn't feel forced. It's exciting. And it's just like so charged, so different but it took time. It took a lot of time. It took a lot of intention and it took a lot of, again, meeting, meeting the shadow that was hiding underneath. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and so brilliant of a point too, because often it isn't this like divine, I'm going to lean back and listen to whatever needs to come through. It's like, yo bitch, we're forcing you down because you're going to be best in like 0.5 <laughs> moments here. And I had to be hogtied by the universe, basically. Like that's <laughs> I, right. Cause isn't that how it happens? I, and I know, and I know that, and that's why I've been witnessing in my own self. I'm like, Shit. I'm like, how do I like implement this now? So that there isn't a combustion later, but I do find if you're not practicing death and rebirth in your business, like as I do it as a ceremony almost every month, but like really allowing yourself times where you let rest be productive and you evaluate kind of like you did Tristan, like just even on a monthly or quarterly basis, like 
what's lighting me up? What am I passionate about? Is what I'm doing right now in alignment to that? What are my gifts? Am I utilizing those fully? Is there a greater potential that I'm being called to step into? Like what shadows need to be tended to looked at, you know, so that I can move forward in a more expansive way is such a powerful thing. And again, so many of us don't do it because we're Mm -hmm. feeding from the energy of force, which is always rooted in fear because of all these X, Y, Z conditions that we place upon ourselves for security and stability and sustainability. And, you know, just being on all the time, but really, as you spoke in that energy, if it's not in alignment, it is going to go into a fire eventually. So Mm -hmm. right now, all of you listening, rest is productive. Make sure you're setting aside sacred time to really honor that in your life and in your business so that you can sustain energetically and be open to pivots and changes and redirection as, mm-hmm. as needed. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the biggest thing, and this is something that I teach with my branding clients, is to give yourself permission to have tunnel vision. And what I mean by that is to have blinders between your work and everybody else's work. Oh my gosh. Because comparison fuels so much burnout. It's ridiculous. When you are in a state of comparison, you are not in your intended and aligned energy. Mm-hmm. And honestly, working against aligned energy is more exhausting than anything else. And so giving yourself permission to put up blinders, you know, I say this all the time, have like three to four accounts that you look to because they truly are like an embodiment of the leader that you want to become or that you want to use as like your source of inspiration. Tune everybody else out. You're not a bad person. Like, block, mute, unfollow. You are not a bad person. Do yourself that gift, like give yourself that gift, do yourself that favor, stay in your own energy, get used to what that feels like, get used to your creative waves, get used to what it feels like for you to be inspired and have a handful of people, small circle of people that you look to because of the way that they run their business inspires you to be a better version of who you are don't follow people in your, at least don't look at other people's content in your industry because wow, that'll put you into comparison fast. And when I'm mentoring somebody with any of my group programs, my my digital courses, my one-on-one offerings, we start there. We start by tuning everything else out and getting deeply intimate with your story your vision, your values, your mission, we start there because that's everything you need to know. You don't need to look outside of yourself. Like, of course, there is a time and a place for looking at what else is on the market. But when you're building and when you're refining or when you're pivoting or when you're wanting to strengthen and deepen your connection with why you're doing what you're doing, blinders, tunnel vision, tune into yourself mute, unfollow, block, do what you have to do. Again, release the guilt that doesn't make you a bad person. And if there's a story around, but I follow my friends who are entrepreneurs, and I don't want them to think I don't support their business. Instagram is not your friendship. TikTok is not your friendship. Facebook is not your friendship, right? You can support their business 
and be there for them fully and be so proud and, and, you know, excited about what they're doing. You don't need to be filling your space and your energy in your head with more, not to call it noise in that it's irrelevant, but just clogging your own channel. You know what I mean? Oh, a hundred. Oh, I'm, I'm like so thrilled that you just, (laughs) this has been a huge conversation that I've been having with my clients as well, because this was a personal conversation I had to have with myself at the beginning of the year of really recognizing and not feeling guilty. I unfollowed like hundreds of people at the beginning of the year. And then the majority of my feed is completely muted. I see only my closest friends and people Mm -hmm. that highly inspire me. And I don't have really anybody that I follow anymore that is in my direct industry, in my direct zone of what I'm sharing with the world, because Mm -hmm. I was totally caught in the comparison syndrome and it was completely defeating energetically. Mm -hmm. I was drained. I was getting depleted just and look at the world. There's so many opinions. There's so many polarities happening right now. You just need to go on for five minutes and your nervous system can immediately become out of whack. So mm-hmm. you do, we need to be discerning in these times with who we're connecting with. And, and then for me, it is, I love the word intimacy so much. And then it's from your values, your why, your vision, the revolution, the movement that you're called to create. How do you share that in a way that's a reflection of you? And that creates intimacy with the community that you have right in front of you, the the community that's here wanting mm-hmm. to be in closer connection with you because that's the most important thing. So yeah, that was just so powerful to speak on Tristan. And I, I would love for you to share too and go, and go a little bit deeper into branding because I, it's something that I know a lot of my community is very interested in. And just to even hear about when you're starting your brand, like what to look at, what to you know, start diving into and embodying, like what would be like your top tips on, you know, and running your business and defining your brand, where do you begin? Mm, Okay. All right. This is going to be fun. So let me just start with a little bit of distinction between what your business is and what your brand is, because at least when I started, I don't want to speak for everybody, but when I started, I thought, okay, brand is my logo, my color palette, you know, whatever that's, basically what it is. And my business is everything else. Um, That's a very common misconception. Your business is the exchange of services for money. Like it is the entity. It is the structure. It is the, you know, the body, we'll call it that, that physically exchanges services for money. It's all of the back end things. It's all of the bones of what you're doing brand is the soul Mm. brand is the emotional connection brand is the message it's the purpose it's the intention it's the energy it's the expression it's the outreach it's all of those things that support the business thriving without a strong brand you most likely will not have a strong business. And I say most likely because there's always examples of businesses that make a lot of money, just selling services, products, whatever, but don't have community, but don't have a bigger purpose, but don't have a bigger vision that aren't interested in impact. They're interested in monetization. Not that there's anything wrong with monetization, 
but you want a combination of monetization and impact, right? That's what makes a soul aligned business and brand is the combination of those two things. So your brand is an emotional connection that gets formed with your community through the use of how you show up through the use of the copy and the content that you write, through the use of the ways that you visually represent your brand, through the use of emotion. It's all of those things. It's it's customer service. It's the way that you write emails. It's the services and, and, and offerings that you put out into the world and how those make people feel. So really, it's it's the thing that attracts the type of people that need the energetic frequency that you possess. That's the way that I like to describe it. Yeah, I love that. And so when, you know, like when you're getting started, it's very easy to go straight into, okay, what are my offerings going to be? You know, what channels do I want and channels like which platforms do I want to use to market? How am I going to monetize this thing? That's where we start right away, right? Because it's a business. Mm -hmm. But if you start with what do I want to represent in the lives of the people that come across my brand, you will be setting yourself up so much more powerfully because that emotional connection is going to give you the ideas for what type of offerings you need to create for those people or that you want to create or are you inspired to create for those people. It's going to give you inspiration for the type of content, right? And deciding what you want to represent comes back to who you are, who you've always been and what your story is. So diving into your story and really looking at from start to where you are now, the big chapters in your life, what are the themes? What have you learned time and time again to create within yourself that you now embody on a deep, 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 deep cellular level that you are basically a pillar for in the lives of your community? Right? Oh, yeah. Totally. That's what brand really is. So if you want to get started, or even if you have a brand and you're looking, you know, if you're emotionally disconnected from it, or if you're looking to deepen your connection with it, tapping into the wisdom of your life story, and then thinking very creatively and critically about, okay, now who do I want to represent? Mm-hmm. What do I want to be for my people? How do I want to make them feel? What's the vision that I can present to them that's going to enroll them, get them excited, right? Get them on board, not from a place of manipulation, but because you are leading a movement, right? And movements take tribes of people to really cause a big impact. And to create tribe, you want to be that fully embodied, energetically potent, crystal clear, strong leader. Well, and I love that you just speak and touch on all that because I think a lot of people when they think of branding, exactly where you start, they think of like their logo and the color Mm -hmm. scheme and the aesthetic. And it is so much deeper than that. Like your color palette is not going to fuel your revolution, people. Like (laughs) (laughs) it's not. 
you have to go deep into the bones. And, mm. and I think this is where Tristan and I are, are similar. And I do not consider myself a branding expert, but in the first month that I, I work with my clients, we go deep into personal story values why in in vision and really getting so intimate with what is this revolution this movement beating in my heart like and how do I cultivate intimacy and connection and empowerment in that to my community and really recognizing and, and getting clear on I'm not about niching. I think you are the niche, but getting clear on who do you want in this community with you? Who do you want to be mm-hmm. walking beside and really getting clear on that person? I call it the muse and really getting clear on, you know, your personal muse and really where are they? Where do they want to go? What does he, she desire for themselves? And how do you start embodying that first within your own leadership? And then in every part of your brand, because your brand is, is the energetic of your whole mm-hmm. business. So yeah, I, and I love thinking about the brand being your soul. It's the soul mm-hmm. of who you are. So, mm-hmm. oh my God, so helpful. I know. So <laughs> are like, I, I hope you have notepads, you guys like writing notes because exactly as Tristan spoke, I, I do feel the importance of really being intimate with your own story your why and getting clear on that revolution that beats in your heart is the most powerful thing you can do. The colors can come later. The visual aesthetic can come later, but until you know those things, you don't visually know where you want to go. You have to really pull out these parts of your own character to then let that be embodied through all of these other things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just want to share a fun little story um, for anybody that I, I just think this story will drive the point home. A, a couple months ago, I was meeting with a business, one of my business mentors, and I was in a little bit of like a freak out moment. Cause I'm like, I just feel like I have confused the shit out of people. Like I have pivoted so many times. I'm just like losing all traction. I'm going to lose all sense of like trust and authority. And she's like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. I just need to be clear. You need to hear this that who you are as a brand has not changed since day one. You have been insanely consistent with who you are, what you stand for, how you show up, the way you express yourself, the energy that you exude, what you embody, what you value, your mission. That has been insanely consistent. All that's changed is the content. Mm -hmm. All that's changed is the work that you're doing, but the brand hasn't. And I'm like, oh my God, you're right. And it just clicked. And the moral of the story here is that give yourself permission to pivot, give yourself permission to explore new areas of, of service and leadership, give yourself permission to play in different realms. When you show up consistently, and when you have that like energetic strategy built into your business, which is what I support people with is, you know, okay, we have this new idea. What are we going to do with it? How are we going to implement this? How are we going to communicate this to our audience in a way that is clear that it's in alignment with our bigger purpose and our bigger mission? That's where a lot of people get tripped up. They think they're starting from ground zero, Right. If you pivot or if you want to start talking about different topics, or if you want to show up, you know, if you want to show different sides of yourself that maybe you haven't before, 
there's a lot of fear that you're going to confuse people or lose people or turn people off. And it's like, that all comes down to how you communicate what you're doing. That all comes down to being clear and intentional with how you communicate. And that comes back to strategy. But if you can do that, the world is your oyster. You get to take people around on, you get to take people with you on any journey and any road that you travel down with your brand, because you know how to communicate it back to the bigger mission and the bigger vision. So that's really where the strategy piece comes in more than anything, but give yourself permission to play and to like, not know what the fuck you're doing. Because when you show up in your embodied expression and when you show up authentically, the brand is strong and the brand is consistent. And that's what builds trust. Yes, a hundred percent. And I would love to kind of like hit our last thing home, Tristan, because everything that you're saying is so powerful. I'm like, I'm going to have to listen to this five times. <laughs> I'm like, because I feel like I'm in a re-revolution of my own brand. And, but what you just said, Tristan, is even though my business has been evolving, what I'm doing is evolving, the bigger mission has stayed the same. I, mm-hmm. I am a fierce supporter of other women and women walking mm-hmm. beside each other. And my mantra, my manifesto, my business is when she rises, I rise too. And everything that I lead or do is rooted in that revolution. Mm-hmm. Like everything I create is stemming from that foundation. So I needed that reminder. So thank you because that was very mm-hmm. powerful. And, you know, what I admire so much about you, Tristan, is just how emboldened you are in your leadership and how confident you are in your expression of your truth and being who you are and just letting that shine through the entirety of your brand. So I would love for you to just share for those listening that maybe are struggling with that and really speaking their truth and feeling confident in their why and their mission and maybe having fear of being judged or being mm-hmm. not liked. I know many of us are recovering people pleasers, myself included, you know, just kind of how we get over those obstacles that we can step forward and be the leader that we're designed to be and to really share this thing that's beating with our heart in such a potent way with the world around us. Mm, Yeah. The biggest gift you can give yourself is to really ground into the understanding that nothing anybody says, does, thinks, believes has anything to do about you that doesn't have a goddamn thing to do with me. That's none of my business, first of all. Second of all, it literally has nothing to do with me because I'm a projection of their reality. They're a projection of my reality. And so when somebody has an issue with something that I say, or, you know, I've had, oh my God, the family members, the friends, the people in my life who are like, what are you doing? This is so inappropriate. Do you understand how unprofessional that is? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nobody's going to take you seriously. Nobody's going to pay you. You're going to turn people off. And I'm like, good. That has nothing to do with me. Yep. And it's also the understanding that I am living this existence, but like everything that's moving through me is because I'm the mouthpiece for it. It's not coming from me. It's coming from source my ideas, my messages, the things I have to share, what I value, my vision, my mission, literally 
none of it's mine. It's moving through me because of who I am as a person to be expressed through my mouth because of who I am as a person. And so when you look at it through the perspective of nothing that anybody says, does, believes, or thinks has anything to do with me, you release yourself from the need to defend or to make right or to apologize for who you are. And then when you look at it through the perspective of, I am here to be a mouthpiece, I am here to use who I am as a person and all of my gifts and talents to express that which wants to move through me, it has nothing to do with me anyway. It has nothing to do with me. And so at that point, it's literally just playing and having fun and thinking of, okay, how can I turn up the volume on this even louder? Because this message wants to come through. Who am I to to mute it? Who am I to block that? Who am I? You know, and so it's, there's a third component that I just realized is that we all have a sacred duty to each other in some way, shape, or form. Every single life touches every other single life in some way, shape, or form. We don't know the extent, but they do. Whether somebody takes an action that impacts somebody else, that impacts somebody else, that impacts somebody else, that then impacts us, we don't know the extent of the ripple effect. Right. But when you come at it through the perspective, too, that I am here because there are souls that need who I am as the expression of the divine because of that ripple effect, you're emboldened and you're given the courage and you're given the bravery and also just the love of humanity to go as big as you can because the ripple effect is so profound. So it's really those three things that have carried me And are so solidly held as beliefs that it's not even something I have to talk myself through anymore. It's just, you know, something that I hold so true and have always held really true. And the understanding of that has just become deeper over time. But that's what allows me to work through fear. That's what allows me to work through uncertainty or new experiences it's that I'm covered. Like I'm good. Whatever wants to happen is going to happen. And I'm just the conduit to make that happen. So let's just play and have fun and, you know, go as big as we can. Cause why not? (laughs) Why not? Well, and just, oh my goodness, such powerful reminders for, for those of you that are questioning yourself or caught in the being liked game or saying the wrong thing. And you know, I feel we do, we have to stop wronging ourselves first and foremost. And that divine trust, as you spoke so powerfully, Tristan, that you are a conduit and channel for God, divine source, like the mm-hmm. message is moving through you because you are going to express it in, in the way that is unique and in the way that it's meant to be expressed. You know, you're the one that has been given this message. Many of us might be saying a similar message, but it's unique through your channel. And it's almost like one of my beliefs is, is kind of one of those things that Marianne Williamson would always say is just like, who am I not to mm-hmm. do the thing who, who I'm not serving anyone mm-hmm. by ho- playing small and dimming my light and holding it in. And 
that just deep knowing that there is a seed inside of all of us. There's a divine light and, and then it's up to us how we shine it, radiate it, share it with the world because we are all inherently interconnected and your mission, your revolution, what you speak to, what you're passionate about is creating a ripple effect on earth. And hopefully we all are stepping forward from, you know, the highest expression of our divinity as we do that. But we are, we're all here rising together to create, I hope, a more beautiful world. So if we're all waiting for someone else to do it, it's never going to get done. Like we get to really be lighthouses for each other's possibilities. And, Mm -hmm. and I think too, it's like what I've, I'm still working my edge. I think this is just like a lifelong practice of continuing to be anchored in our truth. But as you speak your truth too, like you will, you'll lose people. You'll lose some people. You'll have the family members, the friends that tell you you're too much, or you won't have a sustainable business. If you show this part of yourself or you be this way, but Mm -hmm. also you magnetically attract a lot more people that are totally on board because you're so clear in your values and what you stand for and who you be. And Mm -hmm. that's the most powerful energy to be in anyways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And trust the urges, Mm -hmm. trust the urges, because there was such a big period of time where I would sit down and be like, okay, how do you want, how do you want to use like trying to channel and trying to receive messages and trying to receive the guidance? But in my experience, that's not how it works. It comes through urges. It comes through the feeling of, oh my God, that would be so much fun. Like yeah. the excitement and the thrill. And also just like that inner anchored knowing of like, okay, this is what's coming next. Like that is your guidance. And it takes so much practice to so much to really learn to trust that and even hear it clearly in the first place because it does get clouded with oh my gosh I can't do that people will think I'm crazy oh my god I can't say that I'll piss so many people off it's that stuff that gets in the way of taking the action in alignment with what wants to move through you and so it's like if you're facing those fears you are very aware of the blocks Like they're in your face. And so when that happens, when you get that urge and the feeling comes up of, oh my God, what if people unfollow? Oh my God, what if somebody trolls my accounts and leaves a bunch of hateful messages or DMs me or a family member gets pissed off or somebody threatens me or something, something happens. The second that that comes up, it's an opportunity Mm -hmm. to look at it and be like, okay, I see you. Yep. You're here. All right, cool cool, cool, cool. I see you. All right. And just be with it. Be with that fear, be with that uncertainty. And then be like, no, (laughs) no. And reclaim your power. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Reclaim your power. Everyone stay connected to your own heart. I I need a reminder just as much as anybody else. We all do girl. We all do. None of us are immune to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every day. This is the journey y'all being an entrepreneur. You got to look at yourself in the mirror first and be in that divine reflection of, of recognition of your own radiance and Mm -hmm. just move forward from that place of power within, within you and Mm -hmm. yeah, divine trust. I would love for you to share Tristan, just where people can find you, how they can work with you, just 
lay it all out so that my community can connect with you. And all of this too will be in the show notes for those of you listening, but um, yeah, just speak to how everyone can find you. Yes. Okay. Well, if you guys haven't listened to Nina's interview on my podcast, go check it out. The wild woman hotline. It was one of the highest listened episodes. So it's a good one. If you haven't checked that out, go do that. And I also, that's just my own place where I have conversations like this, that fuel your soul, that inspire you, that give you direction, that really ground you as a female leader and just help you along your path and and give you the motivation and the encouragement that you need. So that's the Wild Women Hotline. Otherwise, I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Tristan underscore Thibodeau underscore. And the ways that you can work with me right now, if you are a beginner and you are wanting to build the type of foundation that Nina and I were talking about with your brand in terms of tapping into your gifts, your talents, who you are as a person, who you're meant to be as a leader, and then to implement that strategically, I do have a digital course that is called Foundations for a Soul-Aligned Brand. So that is available. Yep, you can take that. It's self-paced. There's also a lot of support built into it for any questions that you have. So I'm at your side the whole time. Otherwise, I work one-on-one with people for mentorship. And I also, okay, I'm going to give you a little sneak peek. Are you ready? I have been, yes, (laughs) I have been secretly building a branding agency behind the scenes. So, yes. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> this is so fun. I didn't even yes. know <laughs> You guys are the first to like officially hear this because I haven't even announced this to my own audience yet. So you guys are the first to hear it. But I've been secretly building a branding agency behind the scenes of all of my platforms. And so I offer in-house, soul-aligned copywriting, website design, graphic design, brand strategy, brand mentorship, and marketing and social media presence under wild woman house love branding it. agency oh yep. gosh i have chills i'm like of course oh i love that so much so we can take you on one-on-one there and do a complete brand package for you otherwise at this point i will have just launched which i'll be doing another round of this group program but um visionary brand the incubator is going to be coming out in September and I'll be running another round before the end of the year. And this is basically a six week creative portal for you to step into where you are going to be guided and held as you tap deeper into your mission, the vision, who you want to be as a leader, what you want to create with your community and your business. And then we're going to be in this space of creativity where I'll then support you with implementation in terms of what you want to do with everything that you have downloaded and channeled and created throughout the six weeks. You'll then get support with implementing that. So the value of being in a space like that and being surrounded by other female entrepreneurs who are not just entrepreneurs, but who are just incredibly powerful, soulful leaders is that you really do open different energetic portals within yourself to receive ideas and inspiration and to confront the next steps that maybe you've been afraid of, or maybe you've been, you know, kind of tiptoeing around because you don't have the clarity. This is your opportunity to tap in on a much deeper level 
get the clarity and then get the support from me in terms of what do we want to do with this implementing it moving forward. So that is the visionary brand incubator. If you miss enrollment for that, there will be another round for it for the end of the year. But those are the main ways to work with me right now. Mm, I love those. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited <laughs> about the wild, what was it? The wild woman house. Wild woman house. Yep. Okay. Of course, Tristan. I love <laughs> it. You can find all this in the show notes. Um, oh my gosh. And please check out Tristan on TikTok and Instagram because her reels are amazing and so much value, just so much education that you provide. Like I, I just thank you from the bottom of my heart for being a leader who provides so much value to her community. And I always receive value whenever I talk to you, connect with you, get to be in your mm. presence. So um, just infinitely grateful for you, Tristan. I'm so happy that my community gets to receive your magic today. Likewise, likewise, Nina, this was so much fun. And anybody listening, I'm so excited to connect with you and just to learn more about you. Thank you again. And thank you for all of you listening and we'll see you next time.